y'all. It's summer, summertime. Yeah, yeah. Let's just sit back and unwind. Sit back and unwind. Y'all know how the Will Smith song, the Will Smith song go. Man, don't let me mess it up, but it's summertime. I'm loving it right now. The sun is out. People are outside. The COVID vaccine has surprisingly just disappeared from the world. We no longer have to deal with COVID. Um, places are allowing you to get in pools. I know where I live at, I live in an apartment complex. They're saying July 1st, we can hop back in the pool with no restrictions. The gym I go to, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. I literally walked in CVS of the day without a mask on. They looked at me like it was an everyday thing. I heard a few people chirping here and there and saying, oh my gosh, did like COVID just go away? Yes, it did. Yes, it did go away. And the government just made it go away. I don't know how they did it. I don't know why they did it. But for some reason, we're no longer having the COVID counter. We're no longer having uh, people, quote unquote, die from COVID in the news every single day. Like, but that's not being reported. It can still be happening. So don't say, oh my gosh, you're, you're talking nonsense. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that as of right now, I can walk freely. I can do what I want, say what I want without a mask on. I can smile in people's faces, have a good, have a good time. Uh, you know, it, everything is great around here. I'm loving the weather that's coming out, loving the heat. I love this time of year. I do not really like it when it's too cold because I don't like being cold. I tell everybody as a joke, like, hey, man, I'm allergic to being cold. So if I could be warm, that's what's best for me. And I love it. And I, I thrive on it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, go, I didn't even do the intro this, uh, for this episode. So welcome back to A Cup of Coffee. I am your host and speaker, Levo Coffee. This is episode 49. I like to say, if you're a new listener, please like, subscribe, and share. If you are a returning listener, please also like, subscribe, and share. I need all listeners to please leave a review of this podcast wherever you're listening to it at, please. That will help my podcast get out there, which would then mean I will be able to uh, get a little more popular, which means that I will then also be able to get uh, guests to come on. I do have a, two guests planned for the month of July. So we can keep getting this podcast more popular and more out there. People will continue. People will want to continue to, to listen. And then that way we can keep getting people to come on. <clears throat> now, I do want to say this. It is summertime. Like I said, I'm loving life. I'm happy. I'm sweating everywhere I go. You know, I'm a bigger guy, but that's OK. It comes with the heat. But I want to talk to you all about barbecues coming this summer because we all know summertime means barbecue. But summertime means women in bikinis. Summertime means men walking outside with no shirts on. Summertime means long days, shorter nights. Summertime means that sometimes when you go to work the next day, you go be a little extra tired because you was out the night before and you didn't realize it was 10 o'clock because the sun had just went down. See, in wintertime, the sun goes down at a what? Around 435 o'clock. And in summertime, boy, that sun be up 839 o'clock just sitting there shining like, hey, I'm still here. Y'all can still be outside if y'all want to. But you got work in the morning. And some of y'all be struggling with that. Y'all didn't think, you know, go to sleep at a reasonable hour so that way you can still have a productive day at work. Now, I know recently in the media, there's been two things that's been a hot topic of conversation for black people. And I spoke about on one of them in my last episode, which was bonnets, right? So for some reason right now, women think it's still okay to wear bonnets. So I'm going to address this again. It is not okay to wear your bonnet outside. I know recently, uh, Mulatto, she's a rapper. She wore her bonnet outside and she's like, I'm going to wear my bonnet outside. You know, I'm on the airplane wearing a bonnet. It's like, no, you can take that shit off. Take the bonnet off. I don't know why in my community, the black community that we think it's okay to wear pajamas outside. Now, listen, when I was growing up, like I said before, 
And I will say it many times and I will say this to the day I die. When I was a child, I thought like a child. Children think it's okay to wear pajamas outside if they see other people wearing pajamas outside. Children imitate what they see in the society around them. So if you're a kid, not even, not even always imitating, but like if you're a kid and you want to run outside real quick, or if you know if you're a parent, you, you're with your child, yeah, you might let, let your child still have on like you know their pajama pants or like their pajama shirt with some jeans, something like that. But after a certain time, you have to stop thinking like a child. You must start thinking like an adult. As an adult, we all know you are a brand, you are an image, you are a entity that carries on in life. Especially nowadays during the social media era, everybody out here has probably has an Instagram. I don't want to say everybody, most people, most people have an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, a Reddit, uh, something of the sort, some type of social media. Some people are still on MySpace doing our MySpace promotions. Some people have some type of social media presence. So you know how important it is for whenever you walk outside for you to try to not even look your best, but to look decent, to look presentable, to look, you know, within yourself. If you're going to the gym, you're going to probably walk in there with your street clothes on, but change into your gym attire because you want to look presentable at the gym. If you are going to work, you're going to dress how your job wants you to dress. You're not going to go to your job and have on pajamas. They will send you home and or fire you, at least write you up or something. They will tell you to change your change your outfit because you are not making the brand, which is the company, look right. So why do people treat themselves as if they're not a brand when we all know that we are all brands? Now, for us everyday common people, we need to stop. I'm going to say this again. We need to stop looking up to these celebrities and saying these celebrities are goals because these celebrities have the ability to go outside and have a bonnet on and have on their change in their jewelry, and then they're going to look a certain way. And no matter how the uh, masses say they look, whether it's bad reviews or good reviews, it doesn't matter because it's publicity. Any publicity is good publicity when you're a celebrity because you can flip it. You can, you know, like, for example, Bow Wow and Soulja Boy are often getting made of, made fun of in the black community, right? However, they take that promote their business, they promote whatever they got going on rec- uh, uh, recently, and they talk about whatever plans they want to have in the future, and they make them more money. They continue to make money. They continue to grow their brand and their business because of the publicity. Us as everyday people, we do not have the ability to take those negative or positive feedback and flip it as quickly as a celebrity would because we don't have the same outreach as celebrities have. So when you see a celebrity out there this summer with their bonnet on their head because they don't want their hair to get frizzy because, of you know, it might be too humid outside or you see them in their pajamas because they, quote unquote, run into the store real quickly. You need to look at them like, yo, you got to represent us better. And celebrities need to start thinking about that shit as well, because celebrities are a lot of people's first contact and idea of what the black community is and what we are as a whole, what we all are as a group. And if you didn't know that, then let me explain that to you. So I had a coworker once, I'm not going to say his name because he's a great guy. I not want people to think badly of him. He was a great guy. Very nice. Very respectful. If I was better at making friends, he and I probably would have been really good friends. He told me he hadn't met that many black people before ever in his life. So when he met me, I was a image of what black people were like, how we talk, how we walk, how we work, our work ethic, the things we said, how we moved, 
all of that, right? And I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah. So to him, I was the this, the image of, of blackness to him. At first, I was loud. I was, yeah, I was, you know, talking in slang all the time, even at work, saying what I would do, how I used to live, stuff like that. And he had a certain image. So the more he and I talked, and then he learned like, oh, snap, this dude goes to work. Then he goes to the gym. He watches anime. He is a, a mentor to about three or four people trying to help them get a better life because I'm not allowed to live in a better life myself. I'm trying to help bring people who were around me or people that I've met up as well. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're a good person. But I didn't have that idea or that thought that I was the only black person he met because he lives in California. Turns out he's not from California. So to him, where he came from, the state that he came from, there was no black people in his town. There were no black people near his city, like like near the major city that he lived near. So he wasn't interacting with black people that much. All he saw was people on, on social media and on TV and in movies. That's what he, the image he had of black people. So when he met me, I was probably like, what, number four, number five, the black person he met. We were all different. But since I was around him the most and I interacted with him the most, I had the longest lasting effect on him of how black people were. And with that mindset, I had to start thinking like, hey, I cannot continue to behave like this. I cannot continue to walk like this, to talk like this, to act like this, to even look like this. That conversation I had with my ex-coworker is what prompted me to get back into the gym. I was 310 pounds. Now I'm 278. I'm working my way back down, trying to get in better shape and trying to continue to get stronger and healthier because I did not want him to think like, oh. All, most black people are just fat and out of shape. They're just really loud. They talk about what they want to do and what they're going to do it, and they give reasons why they can't do it. I even stopped talking about racism with him. I don't want him to think that, oh, I'm a, I'm a slave to the system mentally in the fact that the reason I can't get promoted, the reason I can't find a better job, the reason I can't make more money is because the system, the system is just against me and I should feel, he should feel pity for me. Now, I do believe in the critical race theory. Uh, I do believe the system of the United States is a very racist place. I do believe that the the uh, country, the country, the United States is the laws that they make are for white people and against many other races. Every time they make a new law, I truly believe that, that they think that, hey, how this benefit white people versus, and and quote unquote, the race that they're trying to quote unquote help or that the bill is being made for. I truly believe that in my heart. I truly do believe that. Companies don't hire black people just for being black because they feel either intimidated or they feel that as if we're less than whatever it is. Me personally, I feel as if white people don't hire that many black people because I feel like they think that we're better than them and they don't want to lose their job to us. That's truly what I think, because whatever you put a black person in, from my point of view, we go in and we shine, we work hard and we, and we rise the ranks really fast. That's just my point of view in life. But I that's what I think. That doesn't mean it's true. doesn't mean it's fact. You can have your own opinion and your own ideas about what it is. I just think it's true. But back to what I was saying. We, as black people, need to start doing better. And let's start this summer. This summer in 2021, we had 2020. We all gained weight. Everybody, black, white, green, orange, yellow. We all gained weight. 2021, I'm challenging all my black people to start this summer. Start today. Today's date is uh, June 26th. It's a Saturday. We need to start being better. We need to start doing better. We need to start promoting ourselves. We need to start talking to one another and say, hey, man, listen, let's let's get up there and let's 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 teach one another. Let's help one another. Let me big you up. Let me let me promote you. Let me help you. Because, like I said, ain't no reason for a grown adult to be wearing pajamas outside. 
at all. If you're wearing a do-rag on your head or a bonnet on your head, you need to be going to the, the barbershop or to the hair salon, and that is it. You don't need to be wearing a bonnet or a do-rag on your head talking about, oh, I'm going to the to the park. I'm going to the airport. I'm going to the grocery store. I'm going to, you know, you wouldn't go to work that, that way. You wouldn't do any of that that way. So, like, especially these celebrities, you got to either, you got to start presenting yourself in a better manner because a lot of people, a lot of everyday common folk are looking up to you and say, oh, that's what I want to be like. That's how he or she acts. That's how he or she talks. This is what I'm going to do, do then too. If, if, if this is how they want to behave, I'm going to behave the same way. And that's trickling down to the, to, even just everyday common adults who are then tripping that down to their kids, who are then passing that on to people around them in their lives, whether it be their, their friends, neighbor, family, whomever. So we got to start being better on that aspect, especially, like I said, again, y'all celebrities, because people look up to you and people follow you and people take in what you say and how you react and what you do. <laughs> and then you all go back to your normal life of celebrity status and, 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 and riches and, and money. So, that's that. Another thing I want to talk to y'all about this summer, like I said, women are going to be out here in these bikinis. Men are going to be out here with their shirts off. Everybody going to be showing what they got. If what you got ain't the best, that's okay. That is okay. If what you got don't look like a Lala Anthony, a Kim Kardashian, a Jordan Woods, that's okay. You, you don't look like Ashley Graham. That's okay. You don't look like Tom Brady wife. That's okay. You're not looking like a Kendall Jenner. That's okay. But for my fellas, we're not out here looking like Tay Diggs. That's okay. We're not out here looking like, like um, Chris Hemsworth. That's okay. We're not out here looking like Boris Kojo. That's okay. We're not out here looking like um, uh, The Rock, Michael Jai White. We're not looking like, 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 like these big successful men who have muscles and who are, you know, it's bulging and like they got it. And like, you know, it's like every woman fantasizes about them or thinks about them or wants them. It's okay if you're not a woman's fantasy. That's okay for this summer. You do not need to be out here trying to get BBLs done and then coming back home and trying to then make money or look better because you got a BBL done. Just go to the gym. Think about this. BBLs cost what? Five, 10 G's anywhere between there. You're saving up $5,000 to $10,000 when you could just got you a life coach. You could have got you a personal trainer and you, and you could have got you a therapist. These are the three things that black people truly need. And I am a black person. So I'm speaking on my experiences, things I've seen around me and the things I've heard from other people. For one, life coach. We all can use some help in our lives. Where we at in our careers, where we want to go, how we get there, what skills do we need, what other education do we need, what books should I be reading, what books should I be listening to, now we have Audible, um, what videos should I be watching on YouTube, uh, what motivational speakers should I be listening to, what events should I go to, should I get another job, um, what side hustle can I get that can you know work with my current job to help me make more money. These are things we need to start talking about in the black community and these things that we need to start paying for in the black community so that way we can teach each other, so that way we can grow and become better. The average black man's salary, I think, is what, 40000 which is pretty much average for with the rest of the world. But why are we trying to, be, trying to be stuck at average? Why are we trying to be stuck just being average? Why are so many people okay with being average? 
I know I'm not okay with being average. And there's nothing wrong with being average, though. There's nothing wrong with it. If you're average looking, that's okay. If you have you know, an average body, that's okay. But your hustle shouldn't be average. Especially if you're black. Listen, I'm being real today. I'm being open and honest today on this podcast because something in me has sparked and I'm tired of talking to my people and looking at my people and thinking I'm sad for me and my people. Yes, a lot of people steal our culture. A lot of black TikTokers are now saying, hey, man, we're done making these TikTok dances because y'all keep stealing them and y'all making all the money off of them and we're over here struggling and not getting paid as much. I understand that. I respect that. So that's them taking a stand. But what about us non-TikTok people who are just like, yo, man, I wake up every day and I go to work. I come home. I watch this. I watch the uh, latest sports game and I chill on my couch, wait till my girl get home. She cooks me dinner and then we just chill. What happens to further further educating yourself? What happens to, to trying to do better, trying to be better? If, if, if you don't have a college degree, go get you an AA from your local community college. You could probably transfer or you could probably get you an AA that could then help you get paid more or help you learn something more about your job to put you in a better position at your job to do better. Read you a book. Like I said before, I said in my last podcast, I said in the podcast before that, pick up a book, start reading books, start listening to people who have done it and take, take the advice from them and don't just go like, oh man, well, he's having a nice car, so I'm going to pay him some money to listen to him. No. Do your own research. Think about things. Anything that, that you thought was a passion or a hobby that you could possibly make, make money from, start doing that on the side if you don't want to get a second job. Podcasting is my passion. This is my side hustle. I do this on the side of my nine to five. I research things. I listen to people. I listen to other podcasters. I listen to motivational speakers. I read books. I'm doing every all this, all this stuff at 27. So in 10 years from now, when I'm 37, hopefully I'm making double what I'm making right now. Hopefully at 37, I will have a wife, family, and kids, and I could support them. And my, and my wife, all she has to do is worry about the kids and the house. And I'm not saying that as if that's an easy thing to do. I understand being a mother is hard. I'm not downplaying that. But the life I want to live is life that my wife doesn't have to go to work every day. Now, I do want a woman who's like, hey, listen, man, our kids are, 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 are both in school, right? They're all in school. I'm going to go give me a little side job so I can have my own little side money. I'm going to work four hours a day, three days a week. If that's what she wants to do, to have a little extra side pocket change for herself so she don't have to keep using the, 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 the family credit card or family debit card or whatever, that's fine. She can do that. But you see how I want more? And I'm, and I'm okay with, 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 with meeting with a, a life coach and reading the books and doing the groundwork and the hard work to better myself and to grow myself. Next thing we need to work on is our physical looks, how we look physically. A lot of people are getting these BBLs, these Brazilian butt lifts because they don't want the stomach, but they want a bigger butt or they they want less of a uh, stomach and they want a rounder butt or, or, or they want their hips to look better or they, or they got hip dips or all these excuses, right? For them to say, yo, I'm going to save five G's, save 10 G's, go to the doctor in L.A., Go to the doctor in uh, Doctor Miami in, in in Florida. Go to the, the go to the DR to get their, their 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 bodies cut up, surgically open, and then have the fat rearranged. Right. Recently, on Instagram, I saw a video a lady saying there was about what nineteen to nineteen to twenty five women who were in wheelchairs 
coming back from the Dominican Republic and they couldn't even escort all of them off the plane. And the, the, the people said, hey, listen, if you can walk, get up and walk. And all these women sat there because they couldn't walk because they're in so much pain because they just had surgery to rearrange their body. I know a few women who live in California that I know personally who have had this procedure done. And they were they were they, they couldn't work, they could barely walk, they could barely move for about two weeks. And then after that, they gotta wear this little this little body covering things to help keep the body shape how it's supposed to go for like six weeks. So you're really out of commission for weeks. You're not having sex. You're not really working. You're not really doing anything. You can't sit too long. You can't stand too long. You can't lay too long. So you're constantly having to move and move and move to keep your body from getting messed up and keep your body from stiffing up and getting hurt. You know, so you have to keep doing all this extra stuff when all we can do is go to the gym. Congrats. You saved up five G's or congrats. You have a job that, that you can just take that five G's out of your check and go and go get that done. Congrats. I'm happy for you. I support you. I wish you nothing but the best, and I wish you many more blessings. But it's not its not necessary. It's not needed. You don't need to go and go get a, a Brazilian butt lift for what? Who are you getting it done for? If it's for a dude that's sad and pathetic on his end for making you feel as if you need to do that to be seen as beautiful or to be seen and to be accepted. If you're doing it for you, get your ass up and go to the gym. If you're skinny and you want a bigger butt, go do some squats, go do some leg presses, go do some lunges, go do a whole bunch of leg workouts, go do some lower back workouts to get that muscle up there built up as well. Hop on an elliptical, run some heels, build up that thigh muscle, build up that butt muscle, eat, eat that fatty food to, to put the fat into the body to make sure it goes there and work at it. It's going to take you about six months to a year, a year to two years to get everything down, packing everything down, down, working right. But it's worth it. That hard work. Why are we trying to get things the easy way? Why are we sitting here talking about, oh, I'm going to save this money and fly somewhere else to get work done when you can just do the work yourself? You can work out for years before they started having Brazilian butt lifts. Women were okay with being skinny. Women were okay with being fat. Women were okay with being thick. Women were okay with being that, that medium shape where, you know, like they're not really thick. They're not really fat. They're just that, that little medium box shape. They were okay with that. If they were not okay with it, they went to the gym and they worked out. They ran three miles a day when their kids were in school or after work or before work. They ran those three miles a day. They rode a bike three miles a day. They did something cardio-wise to help build their cardio so to burn off the unnecessary fat. Then they started doing squats. They started doing push-ups. They started doing sit-ups. Started doing lunges. Started doing, you know, hammer curls. They started doing all these other different workouts to help build the muscle on their body to strengthen themselves. Then they started eating certain certain diets and doing uh, focusing on more of a, one certain muscle group than another certain than a different muscle group to help themselves grow and be better as people. Yet we are still sitting around saving money nowadays, trying to do it the easy way. Why? Why are we okay with doing things the easy way? Why? Because you because you want to have a hot girl summer. You want to be super fly and super bad and have all the dudes look at you. You trying to live live that single life. You trying to live that life to where. Where men with money want to come come get you and, and, and treat you like the prize? Well, guess what? A lot of y'all are still average. Like, I'm just being real. A lot of you, okay, you get your you get your body worked on and you look good, cool, and you have a dope ass summer. That doesn't change your personality, doesn't change your income, doesn't change the way you talk to people, your social skills, your soft skills, your soft skills, any of those things. So just getting this work done changes nothing. But going to the gym can change all that. 
going to the gym, you have to know how to talk to people because you're going to ask them, hey, are you still using this machine? Are you, hey, can I hop in you know, with your set when, you, when you're done? Can I hop in with you, work out with you? It helps with your mental. It helps with a whole lot of mental problems you have, depression, anxiety, all stuff like that can be helped. I'm not cured. I'm not saying cured. I'm saying helped. H-E-L-P. It can help you. Help. It can help your mental, help your emotional, help your physical, help your all, all over around life. It can help you set up uh, habits so that way you can continue to work and grow and become better. Because after you get this surgery done, what you do? Go back to eat McDonald's and Burger King, all this fast food. It's not going to work for you. The surgery is going to just not work successfully because you're not eating correctly. So we got to start loving ourselves and and ladies, if you think it's the guy's fault that y'all out here looking like this and you're getting these surgeries done and trying to change your bodies, let us know. And if it is on us, then fellas, we got to stop. We got to stop putting this pressure on women because, like I said, a lot of us ain't in the best shape. It's not just about women on this this one. A lot of us, a lot of us are in the best shape. Like I said, I was 310. And I thought I was, yo, no, I'm strong. I'm big. Yeah, I want to get big. I want to get muscle. I want to look good. But I want to look good in a healthy way. I want to put muscle on my body in a healthy healthy way like I'm doing now. I want to lose my gut in a healthy way. I'm not trying to run out there and say, Doc, yo, look. I mean, let me just cold scope some of this off real quick. Some of this fat over here. My, my, my little side love handles. Let's get rid of some of that. Get rid of some of this belly fat here. And then, you know, let me put it in my chest so that way whenever I lift weights or eat food, it goes, right, it goes right to my chest and my arms and back and I look huge. No, I'm in the gym four days a week. It should be five. I know it should be five, but I'm in there for four days a week right now. Right. So you will see me in the gym working out, lifting weights, pushing weight, uh, squats, leg presses, lunges, bench press, curls, back, you know, workouts, lat pull downs, all that. I'm working on my body. So I'm trying to get better. And it's slowly but surely paying off. That is way more worth it than me cheating the system. Because once you cheat the system, you're just going to continue to keep trying to cheat and keep looking for easy way out. Once you cheat, it, it, it changes your mindset that you think you can do it again and you can continue to do it. When you shouldn't be out here cheating, especially in your own life, you're cheating yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're playing yourself. We need to be better at this. We need to go ahead and... And stop getting these BBLs. Stop this whole fascination with the with the with that with that skinny waist, big booty, big hip lifestyle. Now listen, it looks good. I like the way Jordan Woods look. Jordan Woods look good as motherfucking me. Like that's my that's my celebrity cheat right there. Forget cards me towns. You're a good basketball player. I'm a fan of your work. You out there doing your things. You ain't never in the playoffs. And I'm an average Joe. But let me tell you this: Jordan Woods. Has the body that's like mm, 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 scrumptious, the face that's like oh Lord Jesus, but that's not everybody's body type. Everybody can't look like that. Everybody can't look like her. Everybody can't do the things that she's able to do. So stop trying and just love yourself. That's the message of this part of the podcast. Love yourself. Let's get back to loving thyself. Let's let's get back to wanting to be with ourselves, being comfortable with ourselves because. We out here trying to change our bodies in a not not in a positive way and wanting results that 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 aren't even realistic. So you gonna be out here this summer on the beach getting you know like I said it's summertime baby summer summertime. Mm. Let's just sit back and unwind. Sit back and unwind. Yeah, I heard the song go. Y'all know how it go. That's what we out here gonna be at the beach looking like, and you are gonna be having this body. That was built, not not made, that was built. People are going to see that. Yeah, they're going to look at you. They might hit on you. 
But that average everyday chick who we see in the gym working out, trying to better her body, trying to better her mind, trying to better her spirit. She's the one that, that, that we're going to go to first. I'm being real with you because that's natural. That's that's what she looks like. She's not going to have to go back and have more surgery done in five to ten years. She's not going to have that scar under her belly where where, where her uh where her hips are that show that that she had that surgery. Then a lot of y'all are now getting getting a tattoo to cover up the surgery scar because y'all don't want to have that surgery scar under your belly because you want to say, oh, I just look cute. Oh, I got this right here because I thought it was cute. It was a thing that a lot of a lot of chicks are doing. No, we know what that tattoo is. We don't want to see that shit. We don't want to be around y'all when y'all have that. So that's what I'm saying. Y'all got to start bettering yourselves. And if it's men making you feel this way, fellas, we got to do better. If it's other women, y'all got to quit being afraid to talk to one another. Y'all got to be like, yo, listen, sis, you don't need that. Get your ass in the gym four days a week. Instead of eating Burger King all the time, go home and make your own burger. Instead of eating ground beef, have some turkey. Have Have some turkey patties. Eat some eggs, eat some oatmeal, have a well-balanced breakfast and a well, well-balanced dinner in a lifestyle. Start drinking more smoothies. Start eating more fruit. Start adding vegetables. You need to have more vegetables on your plate than you do meat. If you got a, a whole chicken breast, cut, cut that chicken breast in half, save the other half for lunch tomorrow, put more of those string beans, uh, collard greens, what, broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, put more of that on your plate. Put a little bit of rice on that thing, little or or a little bit of little, little bit of mashed potatoes, or you know, cauliflower. Or if you want rice, make cauliflower rice. There are so many substitutions, and I'm saying all this stuff. And this is this is good food that I'm talking about. Now I know growing up I was like, oh, I never eat that. Now I eat it now, and it tastes it tastes delicious. I had some candy the other day and some fat food the other day, and I felt sick to my stomach. I felt sluggish. I felt nasty. Now I'm not saying every now and then you can't go out there and do your thing, right? I still eat chips. But my chips are 100 calories per bag. I eat one a day. That's it. I'm not out here eating four, five, 600 calories for, for, for my chips. I'm rarely eating candy. I don't really drink soda like that. I drink mainly water. And these are things you got to start doing to change your body, to change your life, to change your mindset. Because once you start to change, you're going to hate the way you feel when you try to go back to that old way of living, that old way of thinking. So let's just do that, y'all. Let's keep changing. Another thing I want to talk to y'all about uh, for this summertime, and I told y'all it was going to happen. I told y'all. I said, ladies, if you have an OnlyFans, please get rid of it. I said there's a few episodes back because OnlyFans, it's, it's entertaining. No, don't get me wrong. Y'all got it. You know, you pay, what, $5, $6? Sometimes, sometimes y'all pay $15. Sometimes it's $20. You know, she's really popular. And then you get to see her post her pictures and do her thing with her dudes or other women or a group of dudes or a group of women or by herself when or, you know, you get to see whatever she got out there. Whatever she working with, you get to watch, you get to subscribe, you get to, you know, have your fun with it. You get to enjoy yourself, right? Man, that's cool. Enjoy yourself, have a good time, love yourself. I'm Hey, I'm not against it. I will always support it. Love yourself. But OnlyFans said, and uh, let, me, let me make sure I, re- I read this right. They said, OnlyFans seeks to move away from adult content to become more mainstream and is currently looking for a multi-billion funding to do so. Which means that, hey, all that porno that y'all been watching on there, about to go bye-bye. They're trying to make this a now uh, reputable, respectful company. Now, I'm not saying porn isn't isn't respectful. Because we all done watched it. We all done enjoy this content. I'm not saying anything like that. But they're trying to do what um, Tumblr did. Started off before they had very loose content. You post whatever you want to post. Do whatever you want to do. However you want to do it. 
Whenever you wanted to, whenever you wanted to be done, they didn't care. But after a while, it's like, all right, man, listen, we don't want to be known for just this. And then a lot of people who are on Tumblr have to run to Twitter. So then it's like, oh, I was on Tumblr. Now I'm on Twitter. Got to restart my fan base. It seems as if OnlyFans going down that same road. And I told y'all before, you shouldn't even have OnlyFans. You have only if you do have OnlyFans, put a mask on, cover your face up, because when you get back out into this real world and you start having to do real life things and have real life skills, not not disrespecting what you're doing on the on the porn side, and you know you got to act, you got to you know take it, you got to edit the film, you got to put it out there, you got to you know promo marketing. You have skills with that. You now have to take those same skills you use to p- p- post and promote that stuff on OnlyFans and now use that to get a regular J-O-B like everybody else. That side hustle you started with your OnlyFans, that became your main hustle. You're now going to have to find you another main hustle or another side hustle because that is closing down soon. You have to find somewhere else to post it, find somewhere else to um, to edit it, and find somewhere else to make money off of it. Now, this probably will mean that a lot of other companies will start booming and blossoming because if OnlyFans is taking they're taking is taking it away, they're five they're probably going to what Patreon X or you know some other place to go to put their, their product. But OnlyFans says it's going away. So that's the PSA. I know a lot of y'all will be outside anyway this summer, so y'all probably won't be using OnlyFans that much anyway, because summertime, a lot of people are outside. You're in the gym trying to get that body right for next summer or even for this winter. Cause um I'm a big believer in that you work out hard in the summer for that winter body because winter body, everybody got on all these big baggy clothes. And, and, when they, and then when they take them clothes off, a lot of people are like, oh, shit, yeah, you know, I'm out of, I'm getting out of shape because it's summertime. But if you're looking good in the wintertime, it's different. But that's just my two cents on that. Now, before I end this podcast, this right here is the reason why I know we're going to have a great summer. Now, I'm not happy with the amount of years they gave Derek Chauvin. Oh, if you didn't know, <laughs> Derek Chauvin got 22 and a half. He left me going for a long time. Now, like I said, I am not happy with the amount of years they gave him. I think they should have gave him more. I know somebody, I'm not going to put his name out there, who's in prison right now for at least, what, 40, 45 years for a suspected rape. Now, I don't condone rape. And you heard me say suspected because he's claiming he's innocent and Right now, people are working with him trying to figure out if he truly is innocent and if the uh, and if the uh, um, the judge just screwed him over because it was a, a you know a white girl who said she got assaulted and he was a black dude. Now that's being worked on. So like I said, he was accused of it and got got charged for it, and he's having forty five years. I know people who are repeat offenders, right? And like you know how they say, once you get into the system, you're stuck in the system. You're pretty much going to be going back and forth and not your for you know most of your life until you hit that point of saying, hey, I'm done with this. I'm not going back anymore. I'm trying to just make life work. Though I know people who who live life like that who didn't have to serve 10, 15 years for being a re- for being a repeat offender. They're still on uh probation or parole when they get out and they mess up at like year year six of this other probationer or parole and they got to go back in they're serving so much more time but he only got 22 but i am happy about the fact that he got 22 and a half because there has been so many other videos that we've seen of cops beating people spitting on people shooting people tasing people just abusing their authority just earlier i saw a video of a man who was talking to somebody saying yo this is the third time my kids got taken from me man as a father you know how that feel and another cop walked up to him and just slapped him and started fighting with him. 
and they weren't like the black dude wasn't resisting. They never uh, showed him resisting. They never got up to him and tried to put their handcuffs on him to make him to make him uh, stop. Dude just walked up to him and slapped the shit out of him. I've seen other videos of, of police officers kicking people while they're on the ground where they already got three or four cops already on them trying to trying to arrest them. They're kneeing them. They're slapping them. They're doing all this unnecessary stuff. But I feel as if this is a change. And it's the reason why I feel like this is going to be a good summer because we're all going to be outside this summer. Like we were all outside last summer, but last summer we were protesting. This summer it seems like, like we won't be protesting as much, but we will be outside, meaning that we will have a lot of interactions with people, with the police, with other forms of, you know, life. So that means we all have to re-get our skills back up at communicating because we've been out, we've been inside for for over a year, pretty much more like a year and a half. We got to get our social skills back up, but also means that if something does happen with the police, maybe now pulling out these cell phones is a good idea. Because I was really like saying like, yo, listen, man, if the police touch y'all, swing back. Fuck it. You're going to jail for resisting arrest anyway. If they already go say, hey, he resisted, you might as well actually resist and like try to defend yourself. But now it's like, hmm, they're actually saying that if you pull the, the phone out and you got proof and you see the, the cop really did do or it really isn't the wrong. And you can put that on social media. So, so social media can can like boost that, boost them numbers up and then then get you a lawyer. You can sue. The, you can sue the police. Cops going to jail now. They give it and like they giving out. So, you know, double digit numbers to these cops. So hopefully this this will be a change. I know. um that female cop who killed the gentleman in his own apartment didn't get a, a lot of a lot of years. She, but that was a start. She got something. Now Derek Chauvin just got twenty two and a half for uh for uh killing uh, George Floyd. So there is some changes that are happening and starting to be made here, and we need to keep that, keep applying pressure, keep uh putting our foot on their necks when it comes to social justice and social reform. And again, we need to fight for this critical race theory to be taught in schools. We need to. T- Push that. That should be a part of history. I really believe that that history should be longer and taught more in school. I feel like when I was in school, I didn't really learn much about history. We didn't learn about this specific type of history. I feel like U.S. history should be taught from fifth grade all the way up until your 10th grade year in college. And that should be focused on each year. You say, hey, I'm going to teach you about these years, your fifth grade year, these years, your sixth grade year. And that should be all across America. I'm so for that. And then once you're in 10th grade, it's like, hey, let's focus on your, your specific state in 10th grade and 11th grade. And in 12th grade, they didn't teach you about uh, more recent history and the country. Very much more recent. Like, so like pretty much George Bush on. And they need to go deep into that shit. Like, like they went to them, that movie Vice. That needs to be talked about. How racism has helped white people all throughout history. That needs to be talked about. How there are gatekeepers for jobs, gate, gatekeepers for... for um, for housing, gatekeepers for uh, getting loans, gatekeepers for buying cars, or gatekeepers for even moving to certain neighborhoods. That always be, needs to be talked about because if your if your skin tone too dark, more than likely you're gonna get the the shit end of the deal, and you have to work two times as hard, three times as hard to better yourself and to better your life. The lighter your skin is, the easier things tend to be for you, and the more they have more more uh, leniency, and the more they're able to, to feel sorry for you and to try to help you better yourself and, and to do the better and get better, right? So, and like that's just being me being real. I went to somebody before trying to get along. They're like, oh, your, your credit is shit. Sorry. Uh, come back next time. I'm like, yo, can you give me some help? Can you give me some advice? They're like, oh, well, pay your credit card bills on time, buddy. Sorry. When in reality, that wasn't even it. I was using too much credit. 
I was using my credit too much. So I had to go online, do my own research, learn for myself why my credit was bad. And now I'm trying to fix my own credit by doing my own research. So as a black person, I've dealt with it. I know what it is, but we got to keep working hard, keep teaching ourselves, keep doing better, keep being better and keep and know that, hey, when they see us, they don't like us in society and it's okay. It's okay they don't like us because we here, we're here to say we, we we can't, most of us can't go anywhere. We can't go back to Africa. There's, there's not like a ship to say, hey, we're going to ship y'all, ship, ship y'all to Africa and here's, you know, Africa of the Americas or something like that. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing and it won't become a thing. So we, we're here to stay. We have to just continue to grow. We have to continue to teach one another and better our society and, and better our better our lives together. Because if my life improves and I reach out and I touch two other black people, that's three people whose lives are, are better. And then they reach out and touch two other people. That's five, six, seven, seven people's lives who are affected now. And you just keep going and keep going and keep going. And that never grows and it grows and it grows. And then now, now our society will look better. And I feel like this is a start. We're starting here. This is something to, to, to prove on, improve on. We got to keep fighting and keep uh, doing better ourselves and keep making the world see us as different people than what they actually think of us as. Now, this is the Velvet Cup of Coffee. I want y'all to please follow my Instagram. I want y'all to please give me a shout out on Instagram as well. It is a cup of coffee underscore A C U P O F C O F F E Y underscore. You will see the new logo for the podcast. You will see me. You will see podcast episodes being put up there. You will see me doing videos talking about specific parts of this uh, podcast. Follow me on there, man. Give me some reviews. Give me some shout outs. Share this podcast. I'm really trying to get this thing to grow. This is Lavelle with a cup of coffee. I'm out of here. Peace.